Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. This week is an environmentally conscious Valentine's Week. Hello, Naked Scientists. This is Dirk Slavinsky from Perth, Western Australia. With the festive season behind us and Valentine's Day just around the corner, I was wondering, is it more environmentally friendly to send an e-card than it is to send a traditional greetings card considering the amount of energy needed to run and maintain the internet? Thanks and happy net surfing! So how do we even begin to calculate the energy costs? So my name's Andy Rice, I'm a computer scientist at the University of Cambridge. So I think this is quite a good question and what you need to think about is something called a life cycle assessment. And this is basically an idea of trying to think about all of the different stages in the production of different goods and services and what they actually cost the environment. So if we took the physical card first, for example, we need to consider what you would do when you were choosing and sending that card. You go to the shops, you look around, you take the card home, you buy a stamp, you write the card, it goes in the postal service. They do something mysterious and it comes out the other end. And so all of those costs we have to add up and think about. And we also think about the life cycle of the card. So what did it cost to make it and what does it cost to dispose of it? So what about e-cards? Well, the other end of the spectrum, of course, we have to consider the energy used by your computer, the parts of the internet itself that you're using as you search for finding an e-card itself and filling it out. But we also have to have this sort of creation disposal cost of all of the hardware which our computing networks are built on top of. And for computer hardware, that was really significant because the amount of energy we invest in, say, making a microchip is a really large chunk of actually the whole energy used in the life cycle of a computer. So I had a look around. There aren't many studies on this for greetings cards, but I did find some work which considers the impact of newspapers. And the authors of this paper, it was a Swiss study, found that if you have a weekday newspaper, it costs about the same as reading an online one, but with huge amounts of uncertainty and lots of assumptions. So, for example, you change the electricity mix, whether you have a lot of fossil fuels in it or not, and the online one moves a huge amount. And uh, if you consider food, for example, the difference in footprint between a steak and a risotto is about 200 times the impact of what these authors found in the newspaper was. So send your Valentine's card, e-card, physical, and then worry about instead what you choose from the menu on your first date. There are a huge number of variables to consider, but here at The Naked Scientists, we like to go a bit deeper. In fact, we got the author of Without Hot Air and Chief Scientific Advisor to the Department for Energy and Climate Change. That's Professor David Mackay to work it out for us. Sadly, he was too busy with his myriad responsibilities to record it, so his answer is voiced by our very own Ben Valsler. To calculate the energy cost of the e-card, we can add one minute of the sender's computer time. That's two times 100 watts times 60 seconds, and that gives 12,000 joules. To be on the safe side, we add another 50% to allow for the internet's energy cost, and that gives us a total of 18 kilojoules. Moving on to the paper card. The card itself, plus the envelope, have a chemical energy of around 0.12 kilowatt hours. An educated guess says that the energy expended at the paper mill is likely to be similar, so that gives us 0.24 kilowatt hours. But then we can expect a fraction to be reclaimed if the card is recycled later. So let's round down and say the card costs about 0.2 kilowatt hours. But there's still the cost of transport to the shop and through the postal system. What is the energy cost of picking up the card from the post box and sending it out across the country? Sharing equally between the postal items, the collection part of the journey costs 0.01 kilowatt hours per item. 
Then the card has to travel a bit further. Let's say from Lancaster to Skegness via several depots. The answer is 0.009 kilowatt hours. Adding this figure to the collection cost gives roughly 0.02 kilowatt hours. That gives us a total value for the paper card of 0.22 kilowatt hours. However, the e-card only costs 18 kilojoules, which converts to 0.005 kilowatt hours. That's on the order of 40 times less. An e-card could save as much as 40 times the amount of energy used in a paper card that travels through the postal system. But as Dirkman on the forum points out, an e-card can be considered more costly if you factor in the machines that run while your e-card is saved on servers even when you're not reading it. Or the energy is used by your own computer when it's on standby. Next week, how's your sense of direction? Hi, this is Alina Roberts from Corvallis, Oregon. I was wondering if you could tell me if the blind are able to walk in a straight line or if the sighted with a blindfold can walk in a straight line. If you can't see where you're going, how do you know if you're travelling in a straight line? Answers to chris at thenakedscientists.com or write them on the forum and that's at thenakedscientists.com forward slash forum. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com.